I have found favor in your sight, I and your people. Is it not by your going with us so that we, I and your people may be distinguished from all the other people who are upon the face of the earth? Let's pray. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus and we thank you for this time together. Lord, I just pray, God, that you allow me to communicate what you have this morning, God. Lord, let it just resonate in our hearts. Let it just, Father, pierce us to the core, God, to where we can understand, Father, what we need and what's available to us, my King. Father, I just ask you to forgive us for all of our sins, Lord. Just wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your Son's precious blood. We need you in this place, God. We need you, Lord in our lives, moment to moment, day to day, minute to minute. So Father, we pray all this, God, in your mighty name, in Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise, amen. What I wanna to talk to you about briefly this morning is the presence of God. I wanna to talk to you about the presence of God. Because when we look at it in regards to the Christian life, amen, one of the greatest blessings, one of the things that's most magnificent or glorious as a child of God is the ability to carry the presence of God with us wherever we go. I want you to realize that today. Out of all the blessings, amen, that we can get, out of all the things that we can receive from the Lord, and there's, there's numerous, there's so many, amen, but the greatest one of all, amen, is that I believe that we can walk in and carry the presence of God with us everywhere we go. You know, one thing I shared with you when I was kind of testifying about what happened in Florida, one of the reasons why that was the best, one of the best trips that I believe my father had, amen, is because we were walking in the presence of God. One of the reasons why I believe that we impacted the people that we impacted was because we were walking in the presence of God, Amen. And, you know, the Bible says that uh, he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And I'm here to tell you right now that that reward is God's presence in your life. Now, I want you to grab this this morning because realistically, amen, not everybody is walking, amen, in the fullness of God in the way that they have called us to walk. You know, as we look at an example of Enoch, amen, the one who was called up by God, amen, the one who was raptured up out of here, amen, the Bible says that he walked hand in hand, arm in arm, amen, with the almighty God, amen, that he was walking with him every step that he took, everywhere he went, amen, every situation, amen, he was there because he knew the importance 
means, amen, and the benefit and blessing of being in the presence of God. See, even, amen, Moses understood, amen, this scenario. He says, Lord, amen, I want to know who's going with me. I want to know who you're sending with me. And the Lord says, I'm going to send my presence with you. And he says, amen, when I send my presence with you, amen, then they're going to know that you have favor. Amen. They're going to know, amen, that you are blessed. Amen. They're going to know, amen, that you are a child of God. And I want you to grab a hold of this today because you and I have that same ability. You and I have that same access, amen, to walk this life of Christianity moment to moment and day to day and second to second in the almighty presence of God. And when God is present in your life, you're going to begin to see, amen, the blessing of God be released in your life. Can I get an amen? Amen. Somebody say God is good. See, I want you to realize this because the very secret of success, the very secret of victory, amen, the very thing for us to achieve what we need to achieve in life is in the fact that God's presence is always with us. Are y'all with me today? Now, I know the enemy wants to distract us, amen. You know, one thing that God is creating right here as we remodel this sanctuary, amen, and as we begin to prepare ourselves, amen, for this intercessory prayer meetings that are going to come forth on Tuesday nights, amen, starting in Maybank at 5 o'clock and then coming over here into Ben Wheeler at 7 o'clock. But what's going to be established right there is a place where God's presence can rest, amen, a place where God's presence can be amen and the reason is is because we've created an atmosphere where he is welcome amen we've created an environment where God can rest amen his presence amen and are y'all with me today because we've invited him in here now I want you to realize that today because God is a gentleman hello are y'all with me you know it's It's important for us that if we want God's presence there, we've got to invite him. And we've got to create an atmosphere where he feels welcome. Now, I want you to know God is omnipresent. God is everywhere. Amen. But there are certain places where his manifest presence will dwell. Are y'all with me today? You know, the Bible says that our, our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. That's a place where God can dwell. But the very answer to success in your life, the very answer to victory in your life, the very answer for you to achieve what God has planned for your life is to be able to walk in the presence of God. 
The very thing that is going to bless your house, amen, and bless your children, and bless your marriage, and bless, amen, your surroundings is the very presence of God. If you can just get Jesus up in that place, amen, if you can just get God's presence, his anointing in that place, every bit of provision, every bit of joy, every bit of peace, every bit, amen. Man, hello, somebody is gonna be in that place. Are y'all with me today? And you and I have the ability to not just experience this when we come together corporately, but we have the ability to experience this every aspect of our day, wherever we go. Somebody say, wherever we go. But so many people are not experiencing that. You know, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you want to overcome great problems? Do you want to fulfill your divine destiny? Well, you need the power of God's presence in your life. Because when the presence of God envelopes you and people will say yes to you, even when they intended to say no. I'm here to tell you right now. Amen. It's like an aura that you carry about you everywhere you go. And you begin to see the favor of God be released. Amen. People, amen, that intended to say no, amen, are going to be saying yes. Are y'all with me today, folks? That's what God's presence will do. And you know, one thing we got to realize is that Satan... He can't give divine presence, amen. amen. Divine presence is more costly than gold, amen. And when we look in the Bible, the children of Israel, I mean, the, the people of God, the children of God mourned when God's presence left them. They mourned when God's presence left them. You know, it's calamity and a tragedy when a Christian does not carry the presence of God. You know, I want you to share with some good news with you real quick. The Bible says that in the last days that he will pour out his spirit upon all flesh. There's going to be an outpouring of his presence. You wonder how you're going to be able to sustain in those times that are perilous, amen, that are dangerous, where wickedness is increasing, where lawlessness is increasing, where chaos is going forth, where these things are coming the path. You want to know how you're going to make it, amen? That's because you're going to begin to walk in the fullness of God's manifest presence in your life. That's where you're going to be able to walk in the joy of the Lord in spite of what's going on around you. That's when you're going to be able to have peace, amen, and that surpasses all understanding. When everybody else is having chaos and everybody else is walking around, amen, hopeless and, 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 and all these things, you, children of God, are going to be able to walk, amen, in victory, amen, because why? Because you have the presence of God in your life. The Bible says that we're more than conquerors. The Bible says that we have the victory, but we've got to walk in it. Somebody say, walk in it. This is something that each and every one of us has access to in our lives. You know, God's manifest presence is the key to undeniable breakthrough. And I'm here to tell you, with, without it, it could never be possible. 
Without it, it can never be possible. It's impossible to operate in the supernatural without divine presence. See, we're trying to operate in a supernatural realm with a supernatural God dealing with supernatural enemies, amen, without a supernatural divine presence of the Lord. It's not possible. Us within ourselves, we don't stand a chance against the devil and his demons. But when we're walking in the power of the Holy Ghost... When we're walking in the anointing of God, when we're walking in the presence of God, amen. Hello, somebody. The Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The Bible says, amen, that, amen, that, that, that nothing is impossible for you. Hello, somebody. Are y'all with me today? The Bible says, amen. But we've got to have his presence. We're not called to walk in defeat today. I'm trying to help somebody out this morning. Amen. Amen. Having the presence of God is worth more than riches or fame or power. We can go anywhere when the presence of God is with us. But I do want you to realize this. Amen. For us to be asleep. For us to fall asleep is dangerous. When the presence of God is absent. I want you to know that right now. See, because in the presence of God, there's fullness of joy. But out of his presence, there's frustration. Hello. Anybody feel frustrated in here? There's multiple demons. There's discouragement. There's sorrow. There's fear. There's sickness out of the presence of God. Amen. There's sin. There's suicide. There's distress out of the presence of God. Amen. But when you're in his presence, I'm here to tell you today. That's why I tell him, I say, God's going to heal you one way or another. God is a healer. He is Jehovah Rapha. Are y'all with me today? If you can just get in the presence of God, when we begin to look at it in Adam and Eve, when they were in the Garden of Eden, before they they had sinned and ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Amen. There was no sickness. Amen. There was no, there was none of that. There was no sin. So the question that I will ask of us is this. Do we have the presence of God with us? Or have we lost his presence? More than anything else in your life, ensure that you have his presence with you always. You're going to need it. If you want to make an impact, you're going to need it. If you want to be able to sustain, you're going to need it. If you want the favor of God, you're going to need it. See, see Moses, <laughs> he knew that when God's presence was with him, they were going to see the favor that was on his life. I want you to look at this for a minute because a lot of us are missing this. We're missing this. You know, Psalms 51 and 11 says, cast me not away from thy presence and take not the Holy Spirit from me. Amen. This is what David was saying. And this was a powerful prayer. Amen. Because we need to have the presence of the Lord in our lives. Amen. It's a wonderful experience and it's essential in our everyday life. 
And when you have it, amen, you're going to have the favor of God. And I'm here to tell you right now that the favor of God is greater, amen, than any amount of money. Hello, somebody, is greater than anything. Because I'm here to tell you that the favor of God will bring you money. Hello. So I want to share a couple of things that are conditions of God's presence. Amen. And the first one is holiness. Holiness. Seek ye after God and his righteousness. You know, the Bible says, amen, that he is holy, so we shall be holy. And the Bible says that without holiness, no one will see God. Are y'all with me today? You know, the sacrifice of Jesus for our redemption is a complete work, and there's nothing we can add or remove from it. However, we need to continue to pursue and press forward righteousness diligently to stay in his blessing. Amen. Are y'all with me today? The Bible says, amen, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and everything shall be added unto you. Which means that we need to stand upon the imputed righteousness and we need to do righteousness, which also means right living. Some of us are missing out on what God has for us in the presence of God. Amen. Because we will not walk in holiness. And without holiness, no man shall see God. Somebody say God is good. And then we begin to struggle. And then we begin to get discouraged. Hello, I'm preaching to somebody this morning. You know, 1 John 3 and 10 says, amen, that if you're not living in righteousness, amen, you can't experience his presence. You know, the second thing is we, is praise. Somebody say praise. praise. You know, the Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people. Will you put up there Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15, real quick? Because see, this is the trigger that turns on the manifest presence of God. We've got to be those that learn how to praise God and invite in his presence into our life. The first thing we're going to have to do is walk in holiness. We're going to have to walk in repentance. Amen. We're going to have to turn from our ways and turn towards God. Amen. Isn't that what he says? Amen. If, if my people who are called by my name, amen, will turn from their wicked ways and they'll seek my face, amen, then I will heal their land. Are y'all with me today? And he said, let's look at the verse. He's, and he said, listen, all Judea and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you. Do not fear or be dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Next verse. All Judah 
was standing before the Lord with their infants, their wives, and their children. Keep going. We're going to go all the way to 24. Tomorrow go down against them, and behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley in front of the wilderness of Jeruel. You need not fight in this battle. Station yourselves, stand, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out to face them, for the Lord is with you. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping God. Next verse. The Levites from the sons of the Kohathites and the sons of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a very loud voice. They rose early in the morning and went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, O Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Put your trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Put your trust in his prophets and succeed. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in holy attire as they went out before the army and said, give thanks to the Lord for his loving kindness is everlasting. And when they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah. And so they were routed. For the sons of Ammon and Moab rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, destroying them completely. And when they had finished with the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. Last verse, verse 24. And when Judah came to the lookout of the wilderness, they looked towards the multitude and behold, they were corpses lying on the ground and no one had escaped. I want you to look at that today. Are y'all with me? All they had to do is just praise the Lord. And he shows up. And the enemies are defeated. And they begin to fight amongst each other. All they had to do is stand. All they had to do is begin to thank him. Thank you, Lord, for defeating the enemy. Thank you, Lord, for overcoming whatever this is that I'm dealing with. Thank you, Lord, for giving me victory. They just had to begin to praise him. See, you've got to grab a hold of that today. I don't know what you're going through today. But I'm here to tell you, if you can just begin to praise him, his presence is going to show up. Amen. And when he shows up, amen, things are going to begin to happen. The enemy's going to begin to be defeated. See, the victory's already been won. The battle's already been won. 
We just got to enforce that victory, amen, by bringing the one that is victorious, the victor into the battle. We've got to bring him into the fight. We've got to begin to praise him. Hello, somebody. Sometimes you just got to break out in a shout of praise, amen. You just got to begin to praise the Lord right there in your situation, right there in your house, right there beyond you, right there. Just begin to praise him. Just begin to thank him. Thank you, Lord God. Lord God, forgive me and be victory. Thank you, Lord God. God for making a way where there is no way. Thank you, Lord God, for defeating those that are coming against me. Thank you, Lord God. And then you just stand and you just stand and you'll watch God begin to move. Somebody say, praise him. You got to walk in holiness and you got to praise him. When you begin to praise him and you've created an environment where he's welcome, he's going to show up. He's going to show up. If you notice, when we start in here, amen, we begin to pray so that we can begin to, amen, remove things in our lives that aren't of God that may be hindering us. We're beginning to pray, amen, and ask God to cleanse us, amen, laying stuff at his feet. Father, forgive me for that attitude I had earlier. Forgive me for that mindset that I had, God. Lord, we, you know, and we begin to ask God and welcome him here. And then we come into this place and the, and the worship team begins to start playing and we begin to praise him. Amen. Right there. Amen. And you begin to see this place just come alive and you begin to see the people just come alive. Amen. And we're doing warfare right there. Amen. We're doing warfare right there. Amen. Because now his presence is welcome here. Amen. Are y'all with me today? And the other thing we need to do, amen, is we need to soak in his word. God and his word are the same, and they can't be separated. And the more we fill our hearts, the more of his glory that will reflect. And that's why we need to diligently be seeking him and study and meditate on God's word, amen. Because it's not just quoting of God's word, amen. Are y'all with me today? But the dimension of revelation of, of the truth or the light that floods your heart that you will live by, amen. This has got to be a part of your life, not just on Wednesday and Sunday, but this has to be a part of your life daily. Some of us are missing out on something, that a provision that's there every day, all day, amen. It's got to be filled with it, amen. Your heart's got to be filled, amen, with his word, amen. Your mouth has got to be filled with his praise. Your life has got to be filled, See, in his righteousness and when you begin to see this you'll see God manifest his life and manifest his presence and you're going to begin to see blessing and you're going to see favor and you're going to see doors open and you're going to see enemies begin to scatter and you're going to begin to see victory in your life you're going to see success you're going to see divine destiny come forth God has a great plan for each and every one of us. God has a great destiny, but some of us miss out on it. Some of us are asleep. 
some of us go through this life of Christianity, amen, and we're not, amen, experiencing everything that God has for us, amen. The Bible says meditate on his word day and night. Write it on the tablet of your heart. Amen. Let it be. Amen. On you. Meditate on his word. Amen. But we're caught up doing other things. We're caught up playing video games. And we're caught up watching stuff we don't have no business watching. And we're caught up talking about stuff we don't have no business talking about. And we're wasting precious time. Amen. And precious. Amen. Things where God's presence could be there. And we wonder, amen, why we have all kinds of chaos in our house. And we wonder why we have all kinds of chaos, amen, in our situation and in our job and in these things. But I'm here to tell you today, if you can just get God up in that place, you're going to begin to see his peace be released in your life. We need his presence, saints. Moses knew I'm not going nowhere without his presence. I'm not doing nothing without his presence. He said it ain't even worth going. It ain't even worth doing it. It ain't even worth it. It ain't worth it. In these last days, you're going to need his presence. You're going to need his power. You're going to need his anointing. You're going to need his spirit. You're going to need his wisdom. You're going to need it. And so many of us are living without it. God's trying to sit there and offer you joy. And you're rejecting it. He's trying to offer you peace. But you aren't accepting it. It starts with his righteousness. It starts with his holiness. It starts with seeking his face. It starts with praising his name. Let, let, let his praise be on your lips. Let it be on there. We can invite this into our houses. We can invite this into our marriages. We can invite this into... Our families, our kids, this can be there. And they will be blessed. It doesn't have to be right here in this place. We're going to prepare a place right here where he can rest. Amen. He's looking for a place where he can rest. You ever been in those churches where you just walk in and the presence of God is so strong and ain't even nothing started yet. And you walk in and you just start weeping. Amen. That's what we need. Amen. Because that's what's going to transform lives. That's what's going to begin to create us, keep us on the path. That's what's going to keep us. Amen. On the focused. Amen. That's what's going to keep us walking in what God has. That's what we need. And that right there can be carried into your house. It can be carried in every aspect of your life. And if you think about it, how much of your time do you spend? You know, how much of your life do you spend operating without that? Be real. If you were to take the day, the amount of hours that you're awake in a day, how many of them... Are you spending missing that? 
And that's even for those that are in ministry, because I know people that are in ministry that still ain't got no joy. I know people that are in the house of God all day long, still ain't got no peace. Still ain't got no vision. Still walking around defeated. Still walking around discouraged. Still walking around struggling. Hello, God ain't called you to be like that. Come on now, God's called you to walk in victory. God's called you to walk in it. Amen. God has prepared it where we can walk like we're walking, amen, in the Garden of Eden right here on earth, amen, amen. Heaven is coming to earth, and it's possible right now in the name of Jesus. Your Garden of Eden can be wherever you go, amen, in the cool of the day, in the presence of the Lord, amen, without, oh, come on, without temptation, come on, that's how your life can be. And that's how Adam and Eve had it till they sinned, amen, and they were kicked up out of the garden. They were kicked up out of his presence because of their sin. But the greatest part about that is even if we do sin, amen, we have access to repent and go back to our heavenly father, amen. We don't got to be about that garden for the remainder of our life. Hello, somebody, amen, because Jesus came and paid the price, amen. He came as the ultimate sacrifice. He shed his blood. He says, amen, if you just confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. If you'll just confess it to him, amen, if you'll just repent of it, turn away from it and turn back towards God. If you'll just submit to God and resist the devil, the devil will flee in your life are y'all with me today but you got to submit to God in your life you've got to invite him in you've got to welcome him in amen our houses need to be filled with the glory of God amen our children need to be brought up under the anointing of God our churches need to be filled with the presence of God with the manifest presence of God everywhere you go you need to touch somebody amen you need to just there just an aura that's on you and they look at you and say my God there's something about that person there's something special about them. Amen. Are y'all with me? There's something different about them. There's something that's appealing about them. There's something that draws me to them. Are y'all with me today? That's what needs to happen. You just walk by people and people get a touch from God. You just walk by people and people get a healing from God. You just come around people and all of a sudden they feel a little bit better. You just get in the presence of people and all of a sudden, oh my God, if y'all only understood, this is what you have access to and this is what God wants to do with your life you ever just been around somebody and when you're around them man you just feel better you just around them and you just soaking it up you ain't even got to say nothing you just sitting you know just around them It's that presence. And I'm here to tell you, you need it. First Kings chapter three, verse three. Can you put that up there? We're going to 15. So it's going to take some holiness. It's going to take seeking after righteousness. It's going to take some repentance. It's going to take some praise. It's going to take some praise in God. It's going to take some thanking God. It's going to take some worshiping God. It's going to take some of his word. Amen. You got to put that word in you. You've got to put that word in you. It's a light to your feet and a lamp to your path. Amen. That word right there. Amen. That word, that truth is going to set you free. Amen. You got to write it on there. And then not only that, but it's going to take some sacrifice. Somebody say sacrifice. 
Now, this is where I lose half the people right here. Let's look at the word. He says, now Solomon loved the Lord. King Solomon. David's son. The one who built the temple. Walking in the statutes of his father, David. Amen. Except he sacrificed and burnt incense on the high places. The king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place, and Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night, and God said, ask what you wish me to give you. See, he was in the process of sacrificing, and God says, ask what you want me to give you. And then Solomon said, you have shown great loving kindness to your servant David, my father, according to as he walked before you in truth and righteousness and uprightness of heart towards you. And you have reserved for him this great loving kindness that you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. Now the Lord, my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father, David, yet I am but a little child and I do not know how to go out or come in. Your servant is in the midst of your people, which you have chosen a great people who are to be many to be numbered or counted. So give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, to discern between good and evil, for who is able to judge this great people of yours? It was pleasing in the sight of the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing. God said to him, because you have asked this thing and have not asked for yourself long life, nor have asked riches for yourself, nor have you asked for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself discernment to understand justice. Behold, I have done according to your words. Behold, I have given you a wise and discerning heart so that there has been no one like you before you, nor shall one like you arise after you. I have also given you what you have not asked. Hello. Mm. Can I get the worship team to get ready? I have also given you what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that there will be not be any among the kings like you all your days. If you walk in my ways, somebody say, if you walk in my ways, keeping my statutes, somebody say, keeping my statutes. And commandments. As your father David walked, then I will prolong your days. Then Solomon awoke, and behold, it was a dream. And he came to Jerusalem and stood before the ark of the covenant of the Lord and offered burnt offerings and made peace offerings and made a feast for all the servants. Next verse. Then two women who were harlots came to the king and stood before him. Now, I want you to look at that. See, one thing about Solomon is he triggered an undeniable presence of God 
leading to an undeniable encounter with God. And he gave him not only what he wanted, which he asked, amen, for discernment. He asked for wisdom, amen. Wisdom is the proper use of knowledge, amen. How to properly handle stuff. How to properly deal with stuff. How to properly minister to somebody. How to properly speak to your children, amen, in order to help raise them up. Because we're in a time and an age where it's tough to get through to them. Where it's tough for them to hear what you're saying. But you're going to need some wisdom. Hello, somebody. You're going to need some discernment. You're going to need the ability, amen, to handle, amen, situations. He, he gave him not only what he asked... But he gave him even what he didn't ask. Come on now. I'm here to tell you right now. You don't know how many times God has not only just given me uh, what I asked, but he's given me all kinds of stuff I didn't even ask for. You know? Not only what I asked for. And, I, and I, I, my prayer regularly is, God, give me wisdom, Lord. Give me wisdom. Give me discernment. Amen. That's all. But I'm here to tell you when that's your focus, when that's, amen, your desire, amen, and, and you're walking in holiness and you're praising God and you're offering up sacrifices, amen, and you're meditating on his word, amen, he's going to give you it. He's going to give you even stuff you ain't even asked for. You're going to be like, whoa, where did that come from? I didn't ask for that. Well, thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, well, I, well, that's nice. I don't need that. I didn't ask for that, but thank you, God. Amen. That's what God's going to do for your life. I'm here to tell you right now, amen, I'm a living testimony and there's other living testimonies in here, amen. He'll give you above and beyond what you could even think and even imagine that's the kind of God we serve that's the kind of God we have he's gonna blow your mind amen but you just got to get your focus right you just got to get your priorities right you just got to get amen things right you get these things in place amen he's gonna begin to give you the wisdom he's gonna give you the discernment he's gonna give you the anointing he's gonna give you the favor he's gonna give you the courage he's gonna give you the blessing he's gonna give you the provision he's gonna give it to you he's gonna give it to you you. He's going to give it to you. Amen. Come on, stand to your feet. It's available in this place right now. Oh, Jesus. Everybody say, Father, Father. in the name of Jesus. Please forgive us for all of our sins. Wash us, cleanse us, and cover us in your son's precious blood. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that we've, we've asked God to cleanse us, now I, I just want you right there in your own words, just begin to offer up, amen, a word of praise, a word of thanksgiving. Father, we thank you, Jesus, today. Oh, yes, Lord, you are worthy, my King. Oh, we worship you in this house tonight. We come to praise you, Lord God. Yes, come on, there it is. Just begin to praise him. Just begin to praise him. Just begin to praise him.